Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Folks, we are in uh, new territory uh, for Utah. We have a nine year old who's arrested in Tooele. Um, and we have some um, laws here in the state regarding how old kids have to be before they can be held criminally responsible. Um, this child does not fit the age. Uh, and so we, we now like what now he's been arrested uh, in connection with the shooting death of a 32 year old family member. Uh, neighbors have told KSL five television that that family member uh, it's, it's a father and son situation. So we have all kinds of questions, and as I said, a lot of new territory to cover this morning on this sad, sad story, Dave. It's so unheard of. It's so devastating. I, I'm having a hard time processing this very fact that a nine-year-old has been arrested. I'm just devastated, but we will find out and peel back some layers. It's 9.06. It's time for the launch. Engaged. And brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, here are the three things that Debbie wants you to know. Countdown three. We're also going to head over to the Fair Park area and talk about that announcement, you know, about the new baseball stadium. It happened back in April. Friends and partners have joined together in a coalition to bring Major League Sports baseball to Utah. And I really like this plan. Uh, we're kind of going to do it the Vegas way, baby. Uh, we're going to hash out some details uh, about who's going to pay to build the stadium. And even better, um, not only who's going to build the stadium, but who's going to pay for it, how it's going to be paid for. If I'm just going off the words of the governor, and this was said like in the same breath as, hey, we're going to bring Major League Baseball here, hopefully. He said, I don't think taxpayers should subsidize billionaires. We don't build stadiums. That's not what we do. Except this new bill kind of has us building a stadium, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So we've reached out to the governor. We want to know, okay, do you still feel so passionately about uh, not subsidizing billionaires? Because this could be worth nearly a billion dollars. Countdown to... Well, speaking of stadiums... uh the ballpark area, and we're going to head over to like 13 South and Main Street now, okay? Um, it was certainly a trouble spot for crime in Salt Lake City uh, for many, 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 many years. And now there's uh, been a huge drop. We've actually talked to, to neighbors in the community about this. We've noticed a palpable change. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for Salt Lake City police officers. Ah. All right. So when I first heard this, I thought, okay, is it just dumb luck? Did Salt Lake Police Department do something <laughs> differently? Like, did they trip, stumble, and fall into Listen, solving crime? Okay. Sometimes crimes just don't, they don't happen. You know, the, the criminals took it, took the week off, so the numbers <laughs> went down. 
Police say, though, it was no mistake, and they're going to join us live on their new ah. crime reduction strategy. Launch countdown one. We've had a new question um, pop up in this just absolutely tragic story out of Tula um, regarding this nine-year-old who was arrested in connection with a shooting death investigation of a 32-year-old man in Tula. Um and what popped up is is our read of Utah law. When I was reviewing it in the newsroom with KSL legal analyst Greg Scordas, taped just before the show. In Utah law, Greg's read of it says a nine-year-old cannot be held criminally responsible in the state. He's 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 too young. Now, certainly, the community is shook up. There's lots of things we don't know yet about this case. And police have even told us we are proceeding with extreme caution. He is nine. This is new territory. You know, a situation like this where you have one family member potentially uh, being killed by another, you don't lose just that one family member. You lose two family members. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Such a devastating story. But nine years old is such a a strange age to, to be having this. Obviously, this is unprecedented. But... At nine years old, you're not an infant, you're not a toddler. You're in third grade. You know right from wrong. You know what a gun is, you know what a gun is used for and how deadly it can be, how dangerous it can be. You, They're old enough to know this. But what does the law say? And can you hold them criminally responsible? Well, this nine-year-old has been arrested. Dave and Dijanovic. The launch. Commence. Dave and Dijanovic. Dave and Dijanovic. Special coverage of the top local story. I want to proceed with caution, too. There's a lot we do not know about this case. This is new ground. This is new ground for you and I. It's new ground for KSL News Radio and our colleagues at KSL 5 Television who've been covering this. It is new ground for prosecutors, uh, for police. Um, and, and so here's what we know so far, okay? A man was shot in the head in Twilla on Friday night. Police arrive at the home, Dave. They get him to the hospital where he dies. Uh, then we know that the nine-year-old was arrested in connection with the shooting. Now, from there, that's where things get really fuzzy. Why it happened. We don't know why. And what can happen or what cannot happen to this nine-year-old child under Utah law is another question we're seeking answers to. And what information are we entitled to? The police have said there is no threat. There is no threat right now for you know future anything, right? But so I understand the curiosity level is is off the the chart. It's not about curiosity. A lot of this why will determine whether this child can be held responsible in juvenile court. Um, So the why is also really important, and we'll get to more on that in just a moment. But what we do know so far is that Friday night, 730, Tooele PD officers dispatched to a 32-year-old man unconscious and bleeding from the head. That's the information they're responding to. Could be anything at that point. Right. So so they get to the home or the area, I should say, you know, the area where they were dispatched to, and they find this man has been shot in the head. Um, no specifics from what Twila PD has uh, released so far about what happened from there in terms of their investigation. 
So it goes from they arrive, they send this man to the hospital, then they begin investigating, and the next thing we hear about is they've arrested this nine-year-old family member of the man. And as of yesterday, police had uh, told the media when we went out to the area that they weren't sure what led up to this, at least not yet. In my eight-year career, I've never seen a situation like this. I know many officers who have been here for their entire career have never seen a situation like this involving, you know, a homicide and potentially uh, someone being so young being involved in it. So it's it's new for all of us, but it's something that we're looking into right now and we're trying to determine what led up to this point. When I first heard this story, my mind immediately went to an accident. Cleaning a gun, handling it, it was left out. The fact yeah. they're using words like homicide in connection with this. Um, we don't know how he got the gun. I think that's important to know. We, we don't have that information. Police also said uh, in their brief news conference with the media yesterday um, that they wouldn't tell us if more than one shot was fired. They were holding that information back, at least for now. And I think what's most important in terms of the fate of what happens to this nine-year-old is the why. Why? It is probably the most important component at this point regarding what his future holds in terms of the justice system. KSL legal analyst Greg Scordis has been analyzing Utah law. And here's the twist. In, in our analysis, when he and I talked this morning, the nine-year-old, a nine-year-old is too young to be held criminally responsible under Utah law. We know this nine-year-old has been arrested. Let's ask Greg next to explain what could happen to a child in this situation. Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. David Dujanovic. David Dujanovic. David Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top local story. I was just grabbing my notes here, Dave, that I took this morning before the show uh, about this uh, twist. Um, and this could be the first case of its kind in Utah of a nine-year-old, by the way, arrested in connection with a shooting death. Uh, investigation of a 32-year-old family member. Um, and as Greg Scordis and I, our legal analyst here at Broadcast House, of course, Greg's, Greg's been a, a prosecutor for, you know, for many years here in Utah. He's now a defense attorney. Um, we were calling each other back and forth, and he was looking at the law, and he said, under Utah law, a nine-year-old cannot be held criminally responsible. So the law says anyone under the age of 14 cannot be held criminally responsible. Uh, we're going to talk to Greg in just a moment um, about, you know, if that's the case under Utah law, then what is the fate of this nine-year-old in this shooting death uh, in Tooele, um hold? And I understand there's a level of privacy, and we want to be very sensitive to what is going on. Again, we're talking about a nine-year-old. But because we've been given so little information, we don't know any of the backstory. 
We don't know what led up to this. We don't know if the child is mentally challenged. We don't know if it was self-defense. These are the if, things that are going through your mind. Yeah. I mean, it, was it intentional? Was it vicious? Was he protecting someone? We don't know any of this because they're being so tight-lipped. Uh, good morning once again, Greg. Thanks so much for jumping on the air with us and our listeners once again. Uh, this is such a... This is horrible. Um, this is new territory. It's new territory for police, the press, for prosecutors. And imagine uh, when I called you about it this morning, you were even shocked about the details I was giving you from what we knew. Yeah, this is a tough one, Debbie. And, and you correctly indicated what the Utah law is. That is that a person cannot be held criminally responsible for conduct that occurs before their 14th birthday. Now, that does not mean that they cannot be adjudicated in the juvenile court, but juvenile court is not criminal court. And what happens in the juvenile court, uh, Dave just sort of indicated, is is private. It's usually protected from the public, although they have some ability to attend some hearings. And, and it couldn't result in any in any way, shape, or form with a criminal conviction or something that this boy will have uh, to live with for the rest of his life. But that that just assumes the worst. I mean, he may be completely justified in what he did, may have been an accidental discharge. We don't know the facts. But if, if it was something where it was like a, an intentional act, it still could not result in any uh, criminal conduct here, criminal adjudication. Now, Greg, the, the idea that a, a child... Uh, fires uh, a gun and, and hurts somebody, that is not unprecedented. That happens. So, you know, what, what really changes for us is that police are looking at it. They're talking. They're using words like homicide. Well, he was arrested. And, and he was arrested. So I, I would say that the, it's pretty clear that, to me at least, reading between the lines, that it wasn't an accident. At least police are not seeing it that way. Right. And, and that's real that's real troubling because we don't we understand. And if you're a parent, you know that a nine year old certainly has a different mindset, a different idea of right and wrong than a than a 19 year old. And so we we treat them differently in our system. That's why you can't charge them criminally, because they just don't have that kind of uh, maturity and development in their their mental state to to appreciate always the consequences of their conduct i know some people are probably rolling their eyes right now but really there's there's probably no state in the country that would allow for a nine-year-old to be prosecuted criminally it just it just doesn't happen that being said the the question always remains now what do you do what do you do with a nine-year-old well he can be adjudicated in the juvenile court they can take him into custody which they've done already and perhaps even put him in some level of detention or secure confinement. But that'll end when he's 18 or maybe at the very, very most when he's 21. If they even are able to proceed with anything, because, again, I want to be very conscientious that we don't know the why behind this. And to me, the why is a very critical component in this entire discussion about what happened. You know, if right. Right. it is the critical component, yeah, and that is, is what thing. was right. What was he thinking? What was going on? And uh, why did he do this? If it was self-defense, there's no adjudication at all. If it was an intentional act, then let's figure out what the juvenile court can do to 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 help this young man. So, Greg, if if a child uh, or a minor is in detainment, uh, some sort of 24-hour, uh, you know, confinement. Uh, 
what are the age ranges that we would see? Well, he would certainly be on the very, very younger end of that. I mean, we don't even have nine-year-olds in our detention facility that, that you can think of. I mean, and it, and it would be tough for a nine-year-old because there are, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds, and they could be a bad influence on him. They could be a, a problem for him. So it may be some secure care where he's mostly alone or maybe even something like a home detention, ankle monitor, that type of thing, and we don't know. Uh, but or he may need some level of hospitalization uh, given that age and, you know, counseling that he might need. Who knows what's going on in, in his head right now and what's going to be the best for him and for society. We're speaking right now to KSL legal analyst Greg Scordis about the arrest um, of a nine-year-old in connection with an investigation into the shooting death of a 32-year-old man on Friday night. There is a lot we don't know about this case. We don't know how he got the gun. Police are not releasing how many uh, bullets were fired. Uh, they are saying that they arrested uh, the nine-year-old. Um, and also police um, yesterday, Greg and Dave, um, you know, you knew Dave when we were reporting this yesterday, that police wouldn't uh, confirm a connect. Uh, they said it was a family member who was shot and who eventually died at the hospital. But it was KSL 5 television who gathered from the neighbors in the area that it's a father and son. So that adds a whole nother layer to this, Greg. Oh, yeah, it does in a lot of realms because you wonder what what mom's doing. You wonder if there are siblings involved. You wonder what extended family there is and what was going on with the father and the son. I mean, was the father in any way uh, responsible for this in terms of uh, being, you know, abusive in some way? And I'm not suggesting that at all. But or did this kid just act out uh, because he was, uh, you know, upset at something? I mean, we there, we don't know. And the the thing is about juvenile matters and juvenile courts, we may never know everything about this case because they are secret, they are private, and we guard the the identity and sometimes even the background information of our juvenile offenders for a good reason because we don't want something to carry. Uh, throughout this young man's life. And so whatever happened here may may not be well known by you or the public for a long time, if ever. Greg, in part, um, the word the word sounds flippant and I don't mean it, but I'm so curious or interested in in these details is because I'm looking at the law that says uh, anyone under 14 can't be held criminally responsible. And I'm, I'm trying to ask myself, 14 years old, uh, that's an eighth grader, you know that that is a pretty old. You know, certainly you could know ex- you know what you're doing when you're committing a crime. So, is fourteen the appropriate age? I I'm not saying nine is the appropriate age, but I think it, the re- part of the reason I I'm interested in all these details and and really understanding what's going on specifically is I I think there's a conversation to be had. Is fourteen the right age? Is it too old? Is it too young? Right. And under Utah law, 18 is the right age. Under 14 is the wrong age. So then you got this 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old that we don't always know where to where they're going to end up. They can go into the adult system. They can be charged criminally. But typically, they're, they're, they remain in the juvenile court. So 18, you're an adult. 13, you're not. 14 through 17, the court has to decide and the prosecutors and everyone else has to decide whether or not you should be treated more like an adult or more like a child. And, and that depends on the, the nature of the crime, 
the maturity of the individual, prior criminal history, and, and whatnot. Greg Scordis, thank you so much. Uh, we really, really appreciate your analysis. This is a tough conversation. It is a first-of-kind conversation that I've had, I know many of us have had um, ever, uh, regarding the arrest of a nine-year-old um, after um, police arrived at a, an area in Tooele on Friday night and found that a 32-year-old man um, had a, a bullet uh, to his head. What we haven't really taken a dive into yet, Dave, and we can later in the show, certainly, is the idea that this nine-year-old had access to a gun. Like, uh, How? Um, you know, you'd said earlier in the show, the first thing you thought of was well, maybe it's a hunting accident. You know, like they're cleaning guns after hunting. Um, and it was like, that would make sense. And then you would, it'd be conceivable that a nine-year-old in that circumstance would have access to a gun. But to me, that adds yet another layer to this. And I I think that's part of what has our, our minds spinning right now is there's so many unknowns. Straight ahead, um, we're going to go back just a bit to this announcement. Friends and partners have joined together in a coalition to bring Major League Sports Baseball to Utah. And I love what I just saw unveiled um, as a way to pay for a brand new baseball stadium in the Fair Park area. We're going a little Vegas, baby, on this one next.